My name is Carrie, and this is the Blanky Blog. I'm so glad we found each other. If you are new to this podcast, you may not know that my premise is that lullabies are not just for babies, and everyone can use a soothing word. Every episode ends with a little song, most that I've obviously made up, but today I will conclude with a hymn that is a family favorite. I'll include one line in English so you can get the gist of it. No matter your belief system, I trust you'll find it encouraging. When I was a kid, I remember two grown-ups who periodically argued about politics. Ultimately, one would say, I don't know how you can believe that. You're an idiot. The other would reply, yeah, if you say so. And they changed the subject. Sometimes it got heated for a while, and I thought it might come to blows, which is an old expression that means they might, uh, uh, you know, fight it out with their fists. But it would always dissipate. They got over it. The people remained friends for years and years and years. By today's standard, that behavior is nearly unrecognizable. It's so downright civil. Neighborly. I almost titled this episode, Disagree to Disagree. I know the expression is agree to disagree, but is agree to disagree still a thing? (sighs) I don't see that sentiment of civil disagreement much on social media posts these days. They often become contentious. Instead of agreeing that we're never going to change each other's minds... As long as your opinion doesn't infringe on my personal rights, okay. Did you know we don't have a right in this country not to have our feelings hurt? We absolutely have the right to hurt other people's feelings, and we have a right to disagree with other people's opinions. We even have a right to voice those opinions, even when they aren't popular. I'm not advocating going around carelessly trouncing on people's feelings. I try to be sensitive to what might bother another person, but I don't always get it right. I can't think of a scenario where you would have a right to beat me up for wearing a t-shirt whose slogan offends you. Ask me to leave your establishment? Yes. Ask me to leave your home? Of course. It's your home. And if I'm smart, I'll leave gracefully. I appreciate my high school debate training now more than ever. Because I think it's a stupid idea was not a valid argument. You didn't get points for impugning the character of your opponent. In fact, you'd likely lose personal speaker points for doing that. We cited statistics and precedents and logic. If our logical arguments were less logically compelling, we would lose the debate round. Then we would go out in the hall and talk about movies and vacations and college with our opponents. It should have been great practice for adult life. And for the vast majority of my encounters, it is. No person on this planet is going to have the exact same beliefs, sphere of knowledge, experience, interpretation of events as I have. Tell me something I don't know. Disagree with me and tell me how you came to your opinion, if you know. Have you ever read Miss Manners' books? Do I sound like I'm a hundred years old right now? 
I have learned a lot about diplomacy from Judith Martin's Miss Manners books. She instructs on what to do and also provides the why. I admit, I have been in the middle of some colossal diplomacy fails, usually due to my somewhat impulsive nature. But I believe that I'm getting better. Having empathy helps. And patience. Patience helps. Patience to sort through what's really going on here. One of my favorite phrases, I beg your pardon, has gotten me through a lot of sticky situations. Now there's a multi-purpose response for de-escalating a delicate conversation. When someone has just hurt my feelings, knowingly or not, and are expecting a response, I beg your pardon, can be a great substitute for what I really wanted to say. If need be, it can be repeated over and over and over I remember one, I beg your pardon, situation. It was mind-boggling at the time. It happened at my daughter's hospital memorial, of all places. As in, my daughter had died, and this other mother had cornered me. She was insulting me, saying unbelievably hurtful things. I replied with increasingly insistent, I beg your pardons? which gave me time to think. We had not really been friends, but I had considered us fond acquaintances. I wanted to lash back out at her, put her in her place, whatever that meant. And then it hit me. This woman is terrified. She wants to pretend that she and I have nothing in common so she can build an illusion that this horrible outcome, death, could never happen in her family to her child. She wanted to imagine that I had made some fatal mistake that would separate her from me. She was holding on to her illusion of control. But I hadn't made the alleged mistake. She held on to her implications like a dog with a splintered bone. She held on to my shoulder. Perhaps she even looked like she was comforting me from afar but she was essentially begging me to release her from her terror. But I could not give her those assurances. She needn't have involved me at all, because it didn't matter what I said. She was actually having the conversation with herself. Poor lady. The conversation could have gone so differently. If she had had a moment of compassion to realize how I was feeling that day, I could have actually provided her some comfort, some empathy. After all, I'd had those very same fears myself. But when somebody comes at you with fear and anger, it almost never results in a valuable, productive conversation. I'm thankful she only attacked me with words that day. I wish I hadn't let it upset me at all. And I wish her well. There are a lot of people like this lady who are walking around with some deep-seated fears. They have other hard emotions too. Anger, resentment, mistrust, impatience, disappointment. We're seeing some really loud, 
violent, destructive temper tantrums right now. It's hard to hear a human message in there besides, I thought I was entitled and it's not what it's cracked up to be and it hurts. Or I had a hard childhood and I imagine that yours was perfect because you had every advantage in my mind and my comparing makes me miserable and mad. Or I needed direction and boundaries and for someone to believe in the beauty of my hard work and I didn't get any of that. Or I'm lashing out because I was left to my own devices and that wasn't freedom. That was frightening. I needed someone to be my responsible parent and lovingly tell me no and stick to it. Or, I can't believe that you don't agree with me. And maybe if I shout louder, you'll capitulate. Surely I can't be wrong. Or, life isn't fair and somehow I got the message that it was supposed to be. I can only imagine how much it hurts to be so angry all the time, to feel perpetually disappointed and disconnected. People, at this point, I don't know what you need. I don't know what I can give you. Maybe if I give you money that you didn't work for, you'll resent me for it, then demand more. I don't know. I can see where you might numb out with drugs. I'm sorry you didn't get what you needed when you needed it. The fantasy is that being angry enough now will fix something. If you can blame someone hard enough, and if they accept that blame because they feel ashamed of their accomplishments for some reason, then all that damage can be rectified. The clock can be magically turned back, and all will be well. As I said, fantasy. My feeling bad for you does not help you. Me feeling guilty doesn't change anything about your past. As far as I know, you didn't ask for your past. And maybe you didn't request your struggles. I don't know how that works. Angry people, it's really hard to hug you right now. It's really hard to love you. I can relate to sorrow. I really can. I can relate to frustration and despair. Been there too. But I cannot relate to the desire to steal what is not mine, and I can't understand sustained anger. It could make me look the other way and cower in fear, but that's not what I choose. So I'm going to choose love. And I ask for anyone who's listening to help me spread a blanket of love over all the suffering people. We don't have answers for you. There are no easy answers anyway. We don't know what your future holds, but we can love you. Only God can handle the rest. Consider yourself tucked in. Sviati Boje, Sviati Krepki, Sviati Besmeti Pomi Luina. Sviati Bože, Sviati Krevki, Sviati Besmetni Pomiluj nas. Holy God, Holy Mighty, Holy 
have mercy on us. Slava Otsuisinu, Isia Tomu Duhu, Inine Iprisno, Ivo Vyeki Vyeko, Amin. Sviati vesmetni pomiluj nas. Sviati Bože, sviati krevki, sviati vesmetni pomiluj nas. Have mercy on us.